السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وضرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان لا يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله الله سبحانه وتعالى by his فضل by his grace we've reached these last uh, ten nights of Ramadan they are a Mubarak set of 10 nights. Uh, they are a, a set of 10 nights in which one of the nights is Laylatul Qadr that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described as being better than a thousand months. Uh, it is such a Mubarak night. There's an entire surah about it. And uh, if you think about what that means, you know, there's like, there's not a surah about uh, a lot of things, you know, like there's not a surah about Eid. Uh, and in fact, there's not even a whole surah about Ramadan. Uh, but there is a surah about Laylatul Qadr and Allah Ta'ala describes that it's better than a thousand nights and the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam describes also that there were people from the Ummas before you who would fast by day and go out in the path of Allah Ta'ala and worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala by night and they had extremely long lifespans so that they could do it for 70 some odd years straight and the companions radiallahu anhum uh, they they marveled. They said that wouldn't that be amazing if we could do that as well? You know, if it was said nowadays, people say, oh, "Brother, this is too much one, excessive one." You know, this is not a good one. And uh, no, it's a very good one. It's excellent. Allah Taala give all of us tawfiq. So the companions were the Allah one whom were like, "That's awesome! Like, how how could we, how can we? You know, how could we do that? We wish we had lifespans." long enough to be able to do that because those are lifespans longer than the time from our birth to our very death that these people spent continuously in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and struggle and mujahada uh, and in, in mushahada and bearing witness to the bearing witness to the, the, the glory and the transcendence of the Lord. Uh, and so uh, you know on the heels of that look at the, the love Allah Ta'ala had for the Prophet and the companions. And uh, and we're we're like the stragglers that got invited to their 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 dinner party. You know, we get to we get to eat from their tables as well, from the grace of the Lord. You know, because of their beauty and their sincerity and asking for those things, because uh, we know it's not <laughs> it's not our communities. You know, we're not oriented like that. But they they as a people they wanted that, and look what Allah gave them. You know, Allah Taala Allah Allahu Dhul Fadlil Azim. Uh, Allah Ta'ala gives from His fellow, from His grace, whoever He wills, and Allah's grace is 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 like all encompassing. It's huge. It's magnificent, and, uh, and so Allah gave them from His fellow. You know what is the fadl? What is the grace of Allah? It's that gift that a person did nothing to deserve, and that gift that a person can never repay. Even if they tried their whole life, they would never be able to repay it. And what is that that Allah gave us this Mubarak night? And from the fadail of these last 10 nights is that this Mubarak night is in, in that night. And we were encouraged by the Messenger of Allah وسلم, to look for it in the, in the last 10 nights and in particular the, the odd nights of the last 10 nights. And so look at that. We already got five odd nights and we also have two Fridays, not just one, two Friday nights that are falling in these last 10 nights. Because the person's like, oh, I'm so bummed out. You know, like there's no taraweeh at the masjid and this is locked and that's locked. Yeah, all that stuff is, it's a bummer. I get it, right? So uh, whatever, you know, but like just pause for a minute and think about that. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us these Mubarak nights and uh, there's two Fridays amongst them. Uh, there are from the ulama, those who say that if one of the Fridays, uh, if, if a Friday night coincides with the odd night that, 
inshallah, there's a good chance that that's going to be the Laylatul Qadr. And when you have two Friday nights, because the week, the week is seven days, it's an odd number of days, that means one of them will be an odd night as well. We have so much to be thankful for from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever we miss from one side, we make up for it from the other side. Whatever we miss from not being able to go to Jama'ah, but from things that are like out of our control, you know, we would have gone if we could have. Um, but like whatever we miss from that side, Allah gives us what we need from the other side. You have to just look for it. And that's the part of the deen that's important. You do things on Allah's terms. You don't do things on your own terms. If he makes things in such a way that it's, you know, you know, you have to go to the mosque, then go. Don't whine about like, I want to stay home. And if you can't go, then look, mashallah, everything is locked down. So many of the students, they have, um, you know, time off from school. People have time off from work. People have time off from all sorts of other things. And now's the time to focus and go in hard, you know, instead of, instead of, uh, you know, instead of barking up the wrong tree, look for where Allah has given you the opportunity and take it. So the uh, topic that was given to, uh, that was given, submitted for this talk was emancipation from the hellfire. And emancipation, itq is a very interesting word because it literally is the word meaning to free a slave. And the hellfire is described as like bi'sal mola wala bi'sal ashir, that that what a horrible master and what a horrible, uh, what a horrible like guardian, uh, family member, uh, that hellfire would be. Like who is your who are who are the people there? They're the angels that are that are there to torment the people in the hellfire. And there are you know the weird uh, and 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 horrible and terrible and terrifying, uh, uh, you know creatures Allah has made. Uh, to torment the people in the hellfire and the company in Jahannam is also bad company uh, and how horrible would it be for a person to end up over there so what happens is oftentimes many of the preachers will um, will, will quote a hadith of the Prophet وسلم, narrated by Sayyidina Salman al-Farisi it's a long hadith one snippet of which uh, is that it is such a month, the beginning of which is mercy, and the middle of which is forgiveness, and the last of which is manumission from the hellfire, meaning emancipation from the, the slavery of the hellfire. Uh, and, you know, it's, a, it's narrated by Imam Bayhaqi, it's narrated by a number of, uh, of muhaddithun, but there are those who, um, you know, and it's, it's a legitimate concern. They have concern about its dhu'af, about its weakness. Uh, and so, mashallah, Mawdi Hamza ain't gonna leave you in a lurch. Um, there's another narration in uh, Ibn Majah, uh, which is uh, uh, which is actually uh, 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 Sahih. It is it is considered Sahih by uh, even the objectors to uh, uh, to this particular hadith from A'mash from Abu Salih from Abu Hurairah anhu from the Prophet وسلم, who said, "إذا كانت أول ليلة من رمضان صفدت الشياطين." Uh, that, it, that the Prophet وسلم, and the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said, when the first night of Ramadan comes, when the first night of Ramadan comes, the shayateen are chained up, and the maradatul jinn, marad means like some, something purely evil, I mean the kafir jinns, they're all chained up. And uh, the, the, the gates of hell are emphatically locked. The gates of the hellfire are emphatically locked. Uh, uh, and not one of its gates is left open. Meaning if it's locked, then no one can get in. And 
uh, and the uh, uh, gates of Jannah are flung open and not one of its gates are closed. And what does this mean? It doesn't mean that whoever dies in Ramadan is not, you know, guaranteed not to go to the hellfire. Um, and nor does it mean that, uh, uh, you know, everyone will go to Jannah and Ramadan. But the point is, if the gates are open, there's a connection, a ta'alluq, a barakah, an attraction that a person has, a munasabah that a person has with it, right? Uh, that, uh, you know, if you if you throw an object into the air, it's not, you know, it'll fly up a little bit, but eventually it'll be attracted to the uh, to the ground. It may not end up there, maybe it'll get stuck somewhere else, you know, but it's attracted to the ground. That the attraction is there to... Uh, uh, to that to that Jannah and the attraction is closed to that hellfire uh, and those jinn and those shayateen that enter into a person and mess with them and give them insinuations right and that's the only thing shaitan can do your your hardest enemy you'll fight is your own nafs it's your own ego but what the role the shaitan plays in 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 you know in the destruction of a human being is what is insinuation insinuation it constantly tells you do this do that do this do that and it's like a type of torture that enters into the head of a person that that person may break in and and and, and give into those suggestions at some point or another if they're um you know if they get worn down psychologically by it if the thing becomes normal you know that's why it's important not to you know it's also haram to watch haram it's haram to listen to haram even if you're not partaking in it if other people are drinking don't sit with them while they're drinking if other people are backbiting don't listen to their backbiting why because it normalizes all of those things you know that's why you should you know give netflix a rest i know you're all pious people you're already doing it anyway give youtube cat videos you know netflix all of these things give them a rest why even if what you're watching is not haram, it's a distraction from the goal of these uh, of these Mubarak days. And you should not normalize distraction. You should normalize focusing in on your target. Uh, and so uh, what does it mean that the, those chains, that those uh, gates are flung open, that, that the path to that, that, that destination is made clear in this Mubarak month? Nada munadin. And there's a crier that cries in the heavens and the unseen. Ya baghil khayri aqbil. Anyone who wants to do good, the one who is desirous of good, come forward right now. Come forward. This is your time. This is your time to shine. This is your time to get your namaz on. This is your time to get your salat on. This is your time to get your tahajjud, your zikr, your recitation, your charity. Any different number of ways Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made for a person to come close to the Lord. This is your time. This is your time to come forward. If you're good at it, this is your time to show how good you are. If you're a novice, this is your time to you know try your hand out, and this is your time to learn how to do. It. This is your time to do this. Waya shari aqsir, and the one who who wants evil, this is your time to to take a break. You know to chill out. You know to sit down. Don't don't go business as usual. This is your furlough. This is your lockdown time. Uh, uh, and and finally, the last sentence in the hadith is what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala will write, and it's literally the same, uh, the same expression. Allah will write that there are people to be emancipated from the hellfire, people who are to be manumitted from the slavery of the hellfire. In, in, in this month of Ramadan, that Allah Ta'ala has certain people that He's written that they will be emancipated from the hellfire. And that's every single night. Every single night. Not just the last 10. And so the other hadith, uh, you know, the meaning of it, if it's, it, you know, the meaning of it is sound in the sense that there are in the last 10 days people who will be written that they'll be freed from the hellfire. And perhaps it's an indication that there will be an increase in this intensity 
which is already known by what? It's known by Inna Anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr that that Laylatul Qadr is in that night and that Laylatul Qadr is Mubarak that the, the du'as of a, of, of, of a thousand months um, of, of forgiveness can be concentrated into that one night. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already says Man qama ramadana imana wa ihtisaban ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbihi that the person who stands in the nights of prayers in Ramadan in, in faith and in hope of you know, good expectation, hope of reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that person's sins will be forgiven. Um, and, and, and that hadith is a sahih hadith of the sahihain, uh, sahih Bukhari and sahih Muslim. And when qama Laylatul Qadr, in Laylatul Qadr is in the last 10 nights, whoever stands in the Laylatul Qadr in Iman and Ihtisab, in prayer, uh, in faith in Allah Ta'ala, in hope, good hope for reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that person's sins will be forgiven, whatever sins came from before. So this is the time, brothers and sisters, that we look for this. We look for this emancipation from the hellfire. And the, the thing is, you know, this is one of the reasons I, I teach uh, Aqidah whenever I get a chance. Mashallah, I've gone to Hong Kong and to Turkey and to South America and uh, different states and uh, uh, whatever. I think maybe the one city in which I've taught the uh, Aqidah, the Hawiya, the least is probably Chicago. So come, inshallah, maybe I go somewhere, someone invites me to teach it. You can go on a vacation and learn it uh, as well. Uh, and it'll be a good chance for me to go over it as well. That the hellfire is what? The hellfire is, what is our aqidah regarding the hellfire? It is that the hellfire is not the manifestation of Allah's anger or of his torment or of his punishment. The hellfire is the manifestation of Allah's justice. Allah's justice is not done in Jannah. Allah's grace is, is, is Jannah. Jannah is a manifestation of Allah's fadl, right? The hellfire is a manifestation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's adl. The Allah's grace and His justice, we vacillate between these two extremes. Allah ta'ala, wa huwa ghayru zalimin abadan. Allah ta'ala never, uh, never uh, oppresses or transgresses the slave. Allah ta'ala doesn't do zulm on His, on his creation. Everything that the, the, that the creation receives that is uh, uh, difficult, it deserves, we have it coming. All of us, we have it coming. We all have it coming. And so what's the point of this night? All of us have to put our face on the floor for, for a little bit. All of us have to cry a couple of tears in front of the Lord. And if we can't, at least uh, make like we're crying and say, Ya Allah, we all know what we deserve. We all know what we deserve and it's coming to us. And you gave us, you know, thank you. You gave us, uh, you gave us this opportunity. You gave us this opportunity to ask you for something more. So we say in these Mubarak nights, Allahumma amilna bima anta ahlu wa la tu'amilna bima nahnu ahlu. Ahlu taqwa wa ahlu maghfira. Oh Allah, deal with us in a way that's befitting and worthy of you. Don't deal with us in the way that's befitting and worthy of us. And you're the one who uh, uh, it's, it's fitting and you're worthy of being feared. And you're the one who uh, it's befitting worthy of your high status that you should, that you should forgive. That we ask, you know, we're coming down to the line. Man, this Ramadan is over now. It's, 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 it's the, 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 of it, the majority of it is gone. Uh, now we just have a couple of days left and a couple of nights left. All we have to do is, you know, all we have left to do is to ask, Ya Allah, whatever, whoever the people of the high rank have achieved their high ranks. Maybe some of us are, you know, from amongst them. Allah make, make us amongst them. Even if we're not really amongst them, I, Allah give us from his grace. But that time is gone. Now it's time just to put your face on the floor, for me to put my face on the floor and say, Ya Allah, give, uh, give me from your, uh, give me from your fadl. 
you know, give me that Laylatul Qadr level forgiveness that I need in order to be saved on the day of judgment, in order to be saved, in order to attain salvation myself, my parents, their parents, all the way up the chain in Iman, my teachers, their teachers, all the way up the chain to the Prophet ﷺ, my children, my children's children, all the way through until the last person who believes, my students, my students' students, all the way to through uh, until the Yom Al-Qiyamah, uh, uh, until the last one of them who believes, you know, those who are good to us, those who we love for your sake, those who loved us for your sake, you know, you know, all of us need it, Muslims need it, right? A kafir needs it. Ya Allah, these people who are our neighbors and our friends and we went to school with them and we go to work with them uh, and some of, uh, some of them are our family members, you know, some of us married uh, into families that are, you know, pe people who are, uh, you know, accepted Islam and so not all the family members are Muslims. Some of us, sadly, we were born Muslims and so were some of them and they're not in Islam anymore. Ya Allah, we ask, this is a time to ask, Ya Allah, Allah, give them all guidance, you know, give, you know, there are people who cry at night our own brothers and sisters that cry at night, Ya Allah, give my mother guidance, give my father guidance, give my children guidance, give my brother and sister guidance, give my aunts and uncles, grandparents. We say, Ameen, Ameen. Allah Ta'ala, write in these Mubarak nights, for as many people as there are stars in the sky, for as many people as there are grains of sand uh, on the ocean, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala, from the barakah of this entire uh, uh, you know, Mubarak month, which is described uh, as, uh, as 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 uh, you know, such a month that whoever gets through it and isn't able to find the merchandise of their own forgiveness in the court of the Lord, that person is truly cursed. Allah, Allah protect us from being that cursed. You know, we're not good people, but Allah protect us from being uh, ever being that cursed that we can get through Ramadan without uh, finding the stuff of, uh, of His forgiveness. So this is my uh, short reminder. Inshallah, that we uh, put our nose down, we get to work. Don't be amongst those people who at the end of Ramadan say, Oh, look, Ramadan came by and went so fast and we didn't even know, you know, what happened. Um, of course, it's going to go by fast if you're just, you know, watching Netflix and checking your Facebook again and again, you know, during the, the, the Mubarak month. It's okay. Put your phone down, you know. Many of you may actually know me on social media and know me to be a relatively prolific time waster on social media. Even myself, I don't open the apps in this in this Mubarak month. I have like I have my bayans from my masjid. I put them on the Facebook page of the masjid, my own personal Facebook page. I don't respond to anything. I don't post nothing. I just the bayans I have from my majalis. I, I use the share function to send the bayans out on the on the social media. I don't check. I don't talk to people. I don't hello. This is not the time for any of that. In fact, Subhanallah, lockdown is so beautiful because in general, I tell people I don't accept. Um, I don't accept like iftar party uh, invitations or suhoor party invitations or whatever. I said, just we'll get together before Ramadan, after Ramadan. Why? Because it's a very precious time. You're not going to get it back. You're not going to get it back. It's not for that, you know? And so look at this. Look, looky here. We're in, we're all in lockdown now. So uh, uh, social distancing and whatever, the threat of dying of respiratory failure uh, pumped up on uh, too much respirator or not enough respirator, however that thing is working nowadays, the threat and the fear of it is actually giving us time to focus on these things. And trust me, believe me, if you are focusing on your Ramadan, if you're valuing every minute, every second, every breath, Allahu. Allahu, every breath that comes in and out of your uh, of, of your nostrils and every breath that comes in and out of your mouth that your lungs fill with and uh, expel the air. If you're focusing and meditating on every single breath, how can I get the most out of this uh, out of this uh, Ramadan? It will seem to last forever. It won't go by like that. 
you know it goes by like that for people watching kitty cat videos the whole month this is not the month of kitty cat videos why and the thing is really no part of a person's life is but the the issue is this is that there are certain things Allah wants from a from a person at certain times and the deen has to do with you doing what the Lord wants from you at the time he wants you to do it and so why does he incentivize you know worship in Ramadan more than outside of Ramadan because if you're going to worship this is the time he wants it from you why does he incentivize worship in the last 10 nights more than in any other of the nights because that's the time he wants it from you why does he incentivize the worship in the Laylatul Qadr more than the other nights? Because that's the time he wants that worship from you. And so it's Islam. It's not like 1990s Burger King, right? 1990s Burger King's the, the slogan is have it your way. No, we do it the way the Lord wants, when the Lord wants, how the Lord wants, how he wants, how he wants. On the Eid al-Adha, he wants a sacrifice. We don't say we're going to, on this day, we're going to go and like, you know, buy clothes for uh, needy children you, you should do that for sure but like not that day that's not the thing to do that day what is it you sacrifice the animals and you distribute the meat right on in ramadan we're gonna fast eid is also a great day of worship you don't fast on that day why because he doesn't want that from you at that time so this is the time allah wants from us that we uh, set ourselves aside for worship put these things aside inshallah there'll be plenty of 11 months you really should put it aside then as well. But if you need to, there's another 11 months, inshallah, you knock yourselves out. You know, I'll be there with you, inshallah. Uh, I'm not better than nobody. You know, I mean, we're all the same. But for right now, have the courage, have the courage, the strength, and the bravery to just be able to put these things away, to be able to turn these things off and isolate yourself from the creation. Like, what, what are they going to do to you? They're going to give you weird respiratory diseases right now. Isolate yourself from the creation and go to the creator who will cure you from that and protect you from that and from so many other things. And uh, in these Mubarak nights, we ask that Allah Ta'ala write all of those who are listening uh, 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 and as also the one who's talking from uh, those who are manumitted and emancipated from the hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us from his fadl in these Mubarak nights and give us more and more and more than that as well. Give us everything we could have wanted and even more. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala rasulihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.